if you could just replicate exactly what you did, that would be great. When you're ready. <clears throat> hey, everybody! Yeah. How's it going, Hannah? It's going. It's good. How's your day going? Fine. Like, what even was my day? You know what I mean? Right. This week is a blur. This week is a blur, and I hate to admit it, but I have that problem where when something's coming, I'm stunted until that's it. the thing comes. And that thing is the Taylor Swift concert. It's here. It's here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, in fact, when you're listening to this, it's likely that I'm already in Chicago. It's actually correct. Yes. <sighs> She'll be here on Friday. Let's do it. How's your week been so far, Hannah? Um, it's been okay. I am a little stressed because we were gone last weekend for a wedding. And now it's very quickly Wednesday. Tomorrow I have plans. Friday's a half day. And then in Chicago. And then I am supposed to have you back at my house on Sunday. The house is a wreck. Who's to say what it's going to look like? Doing the best we can. Honestly, it needs to be a wreck. Like that. Otherwise, I would be concerned if it were too clean. You know? Right. Absolutely. I met has been tasked with cleaning the toilet. Well. Anyway, if we don't want to talk about potties. So this week we have DeConti on the podcast. She we sure is did. a friend of mine from LA. We worked on Parallel together. She's an actor, influencer, um, all around delight. Yeah, absolutely. I had such a joy interviewing yeah. So everyone enjoy this and we'll talk to you on the other side about well, probably Taylor Swift. You know? Right. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Yay. Uh, cool. Hi everybody. Today we have DeConti on the pod. Uh, <laughs> hi. <laughs> I know everyone's first instinct is to always just like wave and then I go, mm, this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, look at me. <laughs> so DeConti yeah. and I know each other through friends, but worked together mm -hmm. on Parallel is how we yeah. first met. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, got to spend tons of time together last year so as much. we were filming and, mm -hmm. you know, going through the whole process of the show. Um, and yeah, that I'm so lucky to know you. I mean, I feel really lucky moving straight to LA and being immersed in that and meeting so many cool people. Mm -hmm. Yay! That was such a fun time. I loved Parallel. Every weekend. Every weekend, something to do. Every weekend, <laughs> people to see, something to accomplish. Um, I don't know, I enjoyed the process. It was like, it was really hard and intense, but really good, I think. Yeah, I agree. And I think everyone ha got to their point where they were like, oh, my God, like, I'm overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. But it was nice to, like, I don't know, there were enough of us that we were able to sort of spread the weight, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and everyone pitched in, like, no matter who the person was, if they're an actor, if they're a producer, if they were a crafty person, like, everyone did something different. At one point, I was scripty and maybe driving a car. Like, I had a... A big old camera in the back of my little Yaris. It was a time. 
It was a it time. Was a time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No. Truly an MVP. <laughs> I swear. There were certain days where I was like, Takanti, I need you to do this, this, and this. <laughs> um, you're going to six stores to get six different things. I was like, Here's okay. A card. Fun. So fun. And it was still um, a good time. MVP. Love it. Loved it. It was so um, fun. On the show, though, you you had several jobs. You are mm-hmm. a performer at heart. You know, mm-hmm. actor, singer writer um apparently now influencer here we go all the lists all the lists i don't know where they all came from you start to like accumulate the titles i think over time you're like i should learn this skill because i would like to make more money and then you learn the skill and then you're like oh now i'm this thing i guess like Mm -hmm. it's weird it's weird each skill ends up leading to another title too it's like well Mm. i guess if i'm going to be an influencer i also am going to become a content creator yeah i said i might as well get in the content and i was like well i have to do this as an actor so keep acting i said well i could write some of my own stuff (laughs) and then you become a writer then you're like oh my friend wants me to write on their show i guess i'm a real writer now so there's a lot it's just i think that's how la is though i think where it's like you just end up pulling yourself into things like in order to meet people, in order to survive, in order to just like have fun. You know, you just kind of find your lane in different places along the way, which I think is kind of fun. Right. Because like one day you could be like this and another thing could be like that. And so I think it's kind of fun. What was the first thing that that you started with? Were you a singer first or singer act? What kind of got you into wanting to do this with your life it's hard well i was little i think i was a singer first and yeah. my high school like i did singing and just choir like the, the standing singing choir and i did in middle school show choir sort of mm. middle school show choir is like not it's a real thing but it's not a real yeah. thing it's like as a yeah we did that the videos are out there if you find them <laughs> Um, and then by high school, my, my school only had a show choir. So then I was like, I guess we have to learn how to dance or else we will not be able to do choir. And so I ended up in choir. And then I was like, the only way I can sing and dance at the same time is to literally do musical theater. So I have to learn how to act. So then I like just ended up falling into musical theater along the way here and there. But like for reals, by the time I graduated high school, I was like, I'll do that musical theater. What high school did you go to? Um, so I went to Mayfair High School in Lakewood, California. Go monsoons. Um, <laughs> literally, this it's like when you think of an outdoor LA high school, that's what it looked like. It was outdoors, no lockers. It, we had, it's a small town feel. So we shared our football field with Bellflower High School. Super cute. Um, but yeah, I went there. They had a middle school and high school and I went there for six years because of how small our district is. And so I grew up with the same oh, wow. people until we graduated. I mean, I talk to some of them now, but like we all like grew up together. Some people went to the, the community college nearby. Like it was small town Los Angeles. Yeah, super tight knit group yeah. of people. So it was fun. It's kind of wild the people who like grow up in LA. I feel like that is very much the vibe. It sort of feels like a small town in a weird way, but I think yeah. it's just because there's so it's such a like spread out place mm-hmm. that each little sector has like its you know district or whatnot, and it feels small, 
But it's also like the second you look at the map, it's actually like there's it's so huge. many people here. Yeah. There is. And like, I mean, I grew up coming to hang out in Hollywood, all that stuff. And it just felt like another world because yeah. where I am is near Long Beach. I know because it's so big. Long Beach is like an hour away. But yeah. I grew up near Long Beach. So like to go to L.A. felt like, oh, my God. We're going to Hollywood. We're going to the Grove. Whoa, big deal. Whereas, like, someone who lives there, they're like, it's not, it's so small. Like, it's so, even, like, now I live in Burbank. I'm like, Burbank's so small. It's so cute. But you're like, you live in the place where Walt Disney has their studios. Right. And they're like, oh, okay, never mind. Let me just shut up right now. <laughs> yes. That is mind-blowing. so weird. That's very, yeah. And people grew up here. Yeah. Like, this is right. people's hometown. That's it's wild. just so weird. I feel that way too. I didn't start to really notice how much people were that way until I met some people who grew up in Malibu. Oh. And yeah, and they're like, it is a small town. Like if you grow up and go to school in Malibu, it's like, you know everybody. You That makes like, sense. Wow. Yeah. And it's like, wow. I, I guess I just don't know what it's like to grow up in Malibu. I didn't know people grew up in Malibu. That's the thing. Like, I go to Malibu for, like, fun. Like, the fact that people are like, yeah, I grew up here. It's like, it's like when people yeah. grow up in Newport. Like, you yeah. know, like, the OC. Yes. You're like, like, I went to college in Newport, and that is a small town. But, like, I literally was like, oh, my gosh. People are like, this is not just MTV television show. This is, like, a real place people grow up. I think people forget that about LA. Like, people, like, have kids and children and, like, yeah. full lives that are not even actors like they're like yeah i work at a bank and i have my house yeah. you're like oh not everyone here is a performer oh normal people live here too that's weird but also yeah. cute that is <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's right? like cute yeah, like wow we forget right. the npc characters the they're just in the they're the non-player non-player characters yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. they're yeah. just there yeah so funny. they're just moving around yeah yeah, walls down to walls. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's I'm not convinced people exist unless I'm talking to them. You know, that whole theory of like, That's... are you actually the only one there? Or... Oh, yeah. I never thought about that. Ooh. Yeah. That'll keep you up at night. So you grew up in Southern California. Um, mm -hmm. What, like, you, you know, you said it was kind of wild. What was it like, though? Like, did you realize, I asked Donnie this question, too because he grew up here oh, and so i fun. said did you like realize it was cool growing up here when you were or were you kind of like oh this is just where i'm from i don't um i think I, one thing i didn't think that was cool with my actual city because to be honest it wasn't cool like it was like old school like we didn't have like we got an in and out i think like two or three years ago mm -hmm. like the closest in and out mm -hmm. was like by my high school which was like a 20 minute drive there was no Costco nearby. There was no mall. Like, it was literally, it wasn't, it was every city around it was cool, but, like, the actual city was lame. Um, no offense, love Bellflower. It's cute now. It's cute now. Hipstered out. It's real cute. But, like, I didn't think my actual place where I, but I grew up was cool, but I knew that, like, living near the cool places was cool. Like, if I were to, like, yeah. go visit some family to say that I live in Los Angeles County, like, People were like, oh, did you see a celebrity? I said, I literally live in the suburbs. Like, I don't live by nobody, but I know that you think it's really cool that I like yeah. sometimes on the weekends go to the beach or like, oh yeah, I bought my clothes at the Grove. I didn't really buy that much at the Grove. I really didn't, it wasn't a big deal, but I just, you tell people cause you know that everyone, you know that people think this is a cool place to live. And really I lived yeah. in the 
it it's a pass through city like it's tiny like it's just you know it's wild so cool, though. <laughs> i'm still so jealous it's a fun time <laughs> yeah, it's right? a fun time it's like not like the oc and it's not like we see on tv it's truly regular <laughs> yeah. yeah regular what was the first show you were in like musical show yeah um well it was a church musical called splash kingdom i've remembered because it was the first one and then i did cinderella like years later so those are good ones splash kingdom i I had a monologue in the beginning i had a solo at the end i was there i was slaying i was amazing but yeah i did that and i did uh, i think i did like i was the understudy for the evil stepmother in Mm. in cinderella it wasn't rogers and hammerstein cinderella it was like some little kid community theater version of Cinderella. Got Made it. up songs, oh, yeah. never heard of them. But yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love the like, yeah, the the junior like kid versions of yeah. fairy tales that are not <laughs> the like well-known ones. I know. I was in, I don't know if you've ever seen the production of Peter Pan that is the like British version. It's not the one that has, like, I Got a Crow and all of the songs. It has a whole different soundtrack. And I was in that one. But anytime I put Peter Pan, it's on my resume or whatever, they'll be like, oh, so you can sing yada yada or whatever. And I was like, I do not know that song. That was not the version I did. I actually was like, sorry, to this point. I know this version you want to hear me sing. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, here is a comparable song to that that I did. That's so funny. <laughs> no, not a clue. <laughs> what has been your favorite musical theater play? The play? Musical. Uh, musical. Like, sure. Production. Production, yeah. That's it. <laughs> there she is. She got We're it. Like, we don't know the word. <laughs> I think my favorite that I've done or like seen. Oh, both. Let's okay. do both. Done. Done, done, done. It's hard to say. Because some of them, like, I love the actual show, but that I was like, I don't think that was my favorite process. And then some of them I like was like this show didn't like it, but the people were amazing. I'm trying to think of which one I think was like wow. To this day, every time I think about the show, I'm like yes, this is great. Honestly, to this day maybe, and maybe because I still talk to this cast on a regular basis, it's gonna be probably Mamma Mia. I think that's one of the funnest shows to be in. I did it at East West Players. Shout out to East West Players. Um, I did it 2018. It was like not my first professional show, but it was the first professional show where I was getting paid weekly. And that's a big deal. I was getting paid yeah. weekly. I wasn't getting paid like a lump sum. And so that was cool. And it was like an all people of color cast. And I just like was had the time of my life. We were slaying, we we're dancing. And honestly, I met some of my closest friends and like a quarter of that cast is on Broadway. So it's like the craziest group of people. Oh, wow. Like so fun. We have a group message that we still wish each other happy birthday. Invite, invite each other to each other's shows. Like it was just such a fun thing. And the show was sold out like every time, every Absolutely. weekend. I, I mean, why wouldn't it's Mamma Mia? Yeah, yeah. why? Yeah, I was just. <laughs> I just like had so much yeah. fun. It was so cool to like walk outside and be like, "Wow, there's no empty seat." I think yeah. the second one might have been Adam's family. I think that was really cool with Miss Terry oh. Hatcher as our freaking Morticia. She was really nice, and the cast was super fun. It was like when I auditioned, I was like, "I don't know if I want to be in the show. Like, I don't know anything about it. I'm just gonna go and have fun." And I ended up booking it and I was like, oh, well, I'm, I have a contract again. But it was just so fun. Like some of my closest friends came out of that show. And I danced in ways that I haven't danced in my life. 
and my body was yes. in pain. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, I literally was like, I didn't think this show was dancey. I didn't know anything about the show. I wouldn't have done it because my body hurt so bad. But I had so much fun. Yeah. Crazy makeup, costume changes, the set. And then, like, the last performance was sold out. And so it felt really cool. Like, it was just, like, so fun. It was really fun. Nice. Very yeah. cool. I love that. And then what would you say was your favorite to see? To see? see? Ah. Which one I had the most fun where I said that was the best? Honestly, there's been a few shows, I think. But my top show, like, every time I talk about it, I'm, like, crying. I think I love watching Come From Away. It's one of, the, like, the greatest shows I've ever written. I literally, nobody cares enough about Come From Away. I've been trying to get on that national tour for the last three months. But they will not give me a call back. But that's okay. I'm not mad. But I just but love that show. you can do for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's true. Because like, I'm a little too young at this yeah. point. You grow into it. So I'm like, whatever. That show is so beautiful. It's so good. I cry. I like, because sometimes you like cry on a show. You're like, oh, that's sad. That show makes you uncontrollably cry by the end. Just weeping. Like, but like every person next to me, I saw the pro shot and I was like, oh, I have to buy it. And when I came on tour, I watched it and I was like the same reaction. And I listened to the soundtrack, the same reaction. It's, it's insane how good it is. It's so good. Everyone go see Come From Away, (laughs) if you can, the pro shot. And I think the yeah. second one, I think, honestly, only because I've seen this show twice and I just really love this show is Mean Girls. I, have, I love that show. It's so fun. It's so crazy. Yeah. It's got, uh, last time I saw it was at the Pantages and I was just like, this is such a funny show. I get the moral of the story. and I, That is important. But I, before that, I laugh my head off and I'm like, there's such good dancers in that show. There's such yeah. great singers. People don't think that show, that show is so hard. Like I was watching it. I was like, that show is so difficult and so much energy. Yeah. Like, it's intense. Yeah, there's a reason. Uh, what's his name? Is that yeah, Casey Nicola. Yeah. yeah. Who yeah. who was like, I can't have 18 year olds in this show because they don't have the stamina to do this show. I have to cast, you know, 25 year olds to be the leads because it is such a like. Literally, it's a huge. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna brag. I auditioned for a show four times, and I see why I didn't get it. I said, I don't even know if I have the stamina to do that show. Like, because yeah. the dancers are constantly dancing. Like, they're just constant. Constant. And I'm like, oh, I was like, y'all so good. And they're mm-hmm. so precise. And Casey Nicola choreography is just so, like, precise and fun. And, like, I don't know. That, that's how I feel about Prom 2. Prom's, like, similar. Where you're like, that, that show, they dance. Yeah. They dance. Yeah. He's so good. He's so good. So. I always tell everybody it's incredible. Everything you do is incredible on the stage. I, whenever you go and see, and it looks so easy <laughs> and you're like, you know how hard it is. And you're like, they're doing it so well that it makes it look easy. Oh and gosh. it's so incredibly difficult. So it's so impressive always. You're like, Oof. it really is. And they practice. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Right? Oh it is. It's so impressive. Yeah. Just thinking about musicals now. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> musicals. Yeah, right? uh. I want to see another. I saw Hairspray a couple weeks ago. That was fun. Mm. That little tour. Mm. That's a fun show. I did it in college. I don't know. I'm in the on the fence of what I do it again. I've auditioned it every time. I'm like, do I want to do it again? But like when you watch it, you're like, wow, this is actually a really beautiful and awesome show. But I, uh, again, do I have the stamina to do that show again? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a hard one. And yeah, it's a hard one. I could just watch the movie with Zac Efron and. Nikki Velasquez and um, Amanda Bynes and all of them forever. And that was a movie that changed the world. I love that movie. 
that, that version i was like that was that was the version that's locked it in lock it in lock that's it, it. In. that's the one yep perfect casting yeah well i was i think i was telling my sister this i'm like the moment that changed the world forever was james marston's riff on that's me i said if no one does that riff i'm done i don't want to see it and obviously no one ever does the riff because they don't want to be compared to him right. but i'm like it, the damage is done like well, you have to do the riff like it's 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 set in stone. Like we all were in the theater when it happened. Yeah. And we're, we all know it. You better do the riff. It's and then, the you know, choice. people don't do the riff. It is the only choice, but people don't do the riff. So I'm like, Listen. I want to see James just do it. Like, I just want him to just do it like on TikTok or something. Just like, can you do the, that's me. Yeah. Just like for one time. Just please. For us. Just for us. Just for the girlies. Just for the girlies. James <laughs> Larson. What a guy. Uh, what a guy. He looks the same. He's... That's so funny. Good for him. What money can buy. Wow. What a life he leads. He looks the same. He's still nice. He lets fame get to his head. I don't know if he's more famous now than before, but he didn't let fame get to his head. So Yeah, I think he's like that nice level of famous where it's like the right people know who he is and other people would recognize him, but maybe not like care. Yeah. He probably could still go to Whole Foods. That's true. If I saw him in Whole Foods, I'd be like, can you do a riff? Can you do the hairspray riff real quick? Excuse me, Mr. Just Marston. for me. I won't record it. <laughs> hey, Marston, can you help me? Hey, James. Hey, James. I would, I mean, like, it is true, because I don't, if I'm, maybe I just don't, I'm not a big enough fan, but I don't actually know any other movies that he was in, other than, like, Chanted yeah. and Hairspray, oh, but I yeah. know he's I done. I was just going to say. <laughs> I know he's done other stuff. I'm like, I don't think I've seen all the other stuff. He is Hairspray. He is Corny Collins. That's like, it. that's it. He's stuck in that world. I'm like, he is. And I'll take it. I'll take it. This has turned into a James Marsden <laughs> fan podcast, actually. We love James Marsden. That's me. <laughs> that's all I need. Uh, listen. listen. Love James Marsden. <laughs> um, what are some of your dream roles? Dream roles? Um, there's so many. Um, some of them I'm going to grow into. Some of them I'll just, I'll say I'm doing them. I keep saying this to my boyfriend every two seconds. I literally say I'm going to be Anna Cleves in six one day. I literally say on a regular basis. I'm like, I'm going to be Anna Cleves. That's the show I'm going to be in. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know. I said, I'm just letting you know I'm going to be in that show again yeah. soon. Yeah. I don't know when though. I'm going to be in that show. But yeah, six is a big one. Um, I think Hades Town to be either. I think I have to age into Persephone. I'm a little too young. But I would for sure want to be a fate. Mm. The lowest one. Yeah. The lowest yeah. fate. The lowest fate. Um, I don't know. Um, I would love to be um, Amal. No, no, no. What's her name? Ilona in She Loves Me. It's I love that part. It's so funny. It's so... Uh, I just want to be in it. Um, and then I really loved when I auditioned for, for Damn Yankees. I really loved Gloria. Mm. Loved Gloria. I was like... Ah. I want to be Gloria so bad. So she's a good time. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Damn Yankees is one of those shows that I don't think is done enough. It's not. It's not. Because it is. I like, I was like, ooh. Honestly, it's probably because it's it's hard to get the amount of boys you need in a lot of places. That dance, yeah. 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 And I guess we don't. Because that show's fun mediocre summer stock versions of it <laughs> we do not we need the a plus because that i mean like even when i like watched like a bunch of clips and like was getting to know the show i was like this is fun this is good yeah. i want to be a part of this 
and I didn't I didn't get it. But you know, I like Gloria. I like her song. Good a good fun character, I think. So you travel a lot to New York to audition. Do you think you'd ever mm-hmm. move there for life or just like if you get a gig? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've been weighing the idea of living there for a longer period of time for like a month, two months. Yeah. Just so I don't have to like is I think in the long run long run it'll be cheaper mm-hmm. during the audition season to be there than to fly in. Um, because it costs the same to fly in yeah. than I could pay for a room mm-hmm. for like a month to just audition, audition, audition. Um, so I think that's like what I'm weighing is just like go in there for audition season, be there long enough to go into call acts and then come back to LA. Yeah. But it's also like you have to pay all that upfront on top of your normal life. So that's what expenses. Yeah. That are just yeah. like too high. They're really high. So my agent was like, "You should move there." And I said, "What do they get a time? I don't have any job there." Calm down, <laughs> yeah, right. I don't have a job there. I have my job, which I might be able to take there, possibly. But I there's a lot of things to think about before be like, "You have a good career out there." I said, "Yeah, I don't. I don't think you're t- not telling the truth. I do believe you. I agree. And also, we got some planning to do." So (laughs) it's a lot of planning to do. So I think just one step at a time, I think. What's your best advice to someone who is auditioning? What's your like favorite audition advice to give? I think, especially for this year, this is this year's advice. Because every year I think it's different. Like at the end of the season, I feel like I learned something. I think the biggest thing is to make sure that you kind of like give yourself like grace. Because like, especially when it gets to be like, a lot of auditions in a row and a lot of like callbacks or dance calls or whatever. Um, to be honest, like you should just not strive for perfection. Like you should just strive to like show up mm-hmm. uh, like entirely like yourself and, you know, obviously prepare and do all that stuff. But I think a lot of times, especially in audition season and when it gets like hefty or whatever, everyone's like, I need to get this perfectly memorized. I'm like, you're not going to, you're not going to do that. Like yeah. you're just not like, there, and there's also like no point in doing that because at the end of the day, like if you make good choices and you're familiar with the script, familiar with the dance, familiar with this, like you're in an audition, like you're not, you don't have the job yet. Right. So like you actually are not given enough time to act, like you're given three days. In three days, you're going to do all of Eliza's stuff from Hamilton. You can't, you can't do it in three days. I'm sorry, ma'am. No. Like you can't, it's just so hard. So do your best. You're not going to be perfect. And I think when you like kind of release the, um, the expectation of being perfect, I think you're, you're you're able to have more fun. Yeah. Like, I think all the times when I try to be like, I need to be perfect, I need to belt this, I need to sing like this, I, like, failed every time. But every time I'm like, I'm just here to have a good time. I literally have nothing to lose. I'm already in the callbacks. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, obviously they like something about what I did, so I'm here, let's have fun. Yeah. How, oh my god, the thought of, I can't handle rejection even a little. <laughs> Like, uh, like, truly, I'm so soft. I <laughs> couldn't do it. And I don't, like, how do you, you just, how do you do it? Like, when you don't get a callback, I just don't. It's, oh, it's what do you hard. Do? Um, I think, yeah. well, I have, like, kind of different ones. Like, if I'm doing an audition kind of out here in L.A., if I don't get a callback, um, I kind of, by then, I'm like, eh, it's fine. But I think when it gets to, when I'm in the final callback and I don't book the job, mm-hmm. That's a little bit harder because yeah. it's like I sometimes get a coach. I've yeah. worked really hard on it. I've sang it a bunch of times or danced it a bunch of times. Like I've worked really hard yeah. for like a month for this part and didn't get the job. It's a lot harder, but I oh. usually just kind of 
give myself a reward along the way, like every step, like buy myself a dress or buy myself food or just something to make myself feel good along the way. And I think also just kind of, I like allow myself to feel the negative feelings. Like sometimes people Mm -hmm. just push away onto the next one. And I just like can't push it away. Like I just have to be like, I'm really upset that I didn't book this. And my my like my team is really cool because they're very encouraging. Like it's gonna happen. It's gonna be fine. And like, you know. And I'm like, I don't doubt it. It just like I'm glad that they're super happy for me. Um, at, at the same time, but I just I'm like sometimes I just have to feel the feels, you know. Like I remember, yeah. I think like in February I was in New York for like two weeks for the show, and I was like, I had not two weeks. It's technically a one week process for this callbacks and I was in like three callbacks that week and I didn't get to the final callback and I was like out walking in front of the Gershwin just living my life I get the email from my agent that I didn't get on move on to the next round and I was so sad I was sad for like five minutes and then I went to a diner ate a bunch of food mm-hmm. and then I was like okay you know last night I celebrated getting that far I celebrated I had wine and sushi with my friend and honestly, like, I was so proud of myself to even get that far because the last time I auditioned for the show, I didn't even make it past the first cut. So the fact that I made it to nearly the final callback, I said, I did well. I'm bummed I didn't get to the final callback to show more of my stuff. But honestly, the show's going to be open for a minute. So I think I have time to try again. Um, I'm going to go eat a lot of food right now. And then I'm going to be sad for a little bit. And then I'm going to have fun the next day and then go home, you know. Yeah. And... I think that you just have to like just kind of look at it that way rather than looking at it as like life or death like it's just like it's okay like i'm sad and then i'll get not sad and i'll be fine yeah how how often do shows re-audition for roles um it depends on the show i think like especially broadway shows i think they do like every Six months is yeah. three to six months. Okay. Minimum is yeah. every six months. So they have to have. Yeah, so they have to. So it's like a required. Yeah. So like, I think like, like I always audition for six. Like every like, and they're not not the not the Broadway show, but like the 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 other Norwegian contract. So they do an audition February. And they do another audition or January. What are those two months? And then they do another audition for in it in somewhere in the summer. So like every six months or like. I think Wicked does every six months. And then if someone leaves the show, they do an audition for that. So there's like a few tours that they had like an audition a month because they had they had to fill roles really quickly. So it kind of depends, but they have it pretty often. Um yeah. if a show like a show like um a show like Wicked may not do it, they might just do their required call and maybe do like a Glinda Alphabet call every six months. But I don't think they do a full company think they have so many people who've done the show right, right, <laughs> so right. many people who can they can pull from other companies and i think they don't do it as often mm-hmm. like i've never seen them be like the newest company of wicked they're like you did wicked you did wicked you want to do yeah. wicked yeah <laughs> like, they, they pretty much yeah, yeah. the required calls for a lot of those big ones and for the yeah lead roles they have to do like a required epa but then really only cast from agent appointments and then it's sort of a situation where you finally get an appointment with them and you're not going to book from that appointment because they're going to call you back in like six more times to audition before you potentially get put on the list to like ah she was good yeah like 
Yeah, it's, it's a. It's, I feel like it's a process. Yeah, it's like a process. I think I heard Wicked's a process. Hamilton's also the same way, where it's like you get called a Hamilton like five times. Yeah, you're like, golly. That's how. Especially if they like you, it's hard. Yeah, I know. That's also how um, the Phantom process was for a lot of people. I had a friend who I think she auditioned for Alphaba, and she literally got to the finals. Like a bunch of times, didn't get it. I was like, oh my god, that could, that's a little painful because those auditions are tedious. They're packets. Mm-hmm. That could be a little like, oh my gosh, like six is a hard audition process, but not compared to like the Skylar sister audition process. Mm-hmm. That's like tedious. So yeah, sometimes it's just like a lot, a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, and, and it also depends how big the show is too. Like if it's like a little, a little tiny little show with not that many people in it. They're gonna, you know, have little auditions here and there. Like I think seventeen seventy six doesn't do that many. It's on it's on tour. If they need someone, they'll call somebody in. Like it's not yeah. crazy. Yeah, you get good at rejection in this business. Yeah, yeah. It just becomes part of the. Or you stop doing slay. it. Slay. Yeah. That too. Yeah. yeah. There are moments when I want to though, for sure, because there are moments when it just gets a little um, hard. Like you're just like sitting here, I'm like, I'm tired of being rejected. Somebody say yes. Uh, yeah. Not like, oh, we like her, right. but we like her, but I'm like, I'm glad y'all like me. You like me enough to pay me mm-hmm. money to I... do the show every day. <laughs> like, you know, it's fun. I mean, it gets hard, but it gets like to the point where you just say, this isn't just part of the job. Like, I'm going to cry for like five yeah. minutes. And some, because sometimes some jobs you like didn't book, you're like, I honestly didn't know if I wanted to do that or not. I didn't get it. I actually yeah. am not sad. Yeah. I actually mm-hmm. am okay. Like, it's a bummer, but I'm not so sad. And then there's some jobs where you're like, ah, yeah. I, yeah. I needed this job or I really wanted this moment. But yeah, you kind of learn your own formula to handle rejection, I think. You're giving us time. tons of information and education and advice. Educa- um, education is good. Yeah, which is something that <laughs> you do on social media. I feel like you are yeah. the queen of... Um, like tips and tricks and helping actors, especially navigate the business. Um, mm. What's that like to have that platform? It's weird. It's like, it will think so too. Like, I feel like I have, I am trying to transition. I might not mind doing the trick tips and tricks. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, it does get to be tedious because it, it, it does become like when you get new people, you have to come up with new ways to say the same thing that you've already said. And so I literally have been like, oh my God, I've made a video about that like last year. So it's like fine. And I'm like, oh no, you have to make a video about it like on a constant basis. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's taken a while to actually reap the benefits of my platforms. I think like, I'm not saying I'm like getting invited to the Tonys or anything crazy like that, but just to be like, oh, like, you know, theater people recognize me. Um, brands recognize like, oh, like this person has a lot to say. And me as a creator has grown because I would I didn't I didn't know a lot about how to make fun content and now I know a lot more about how to make fun compelling content and content that I like to see too because a lot of times when you get a big platform it's easy to be like I'm gonna redo the same thing over and over again because I know it'll get me you know followers mm-hmm. and then after a while it's just like it's so boring so you just start doing your own thing and that's what I started to do just make my own thing and write my own thing and like just have fun. Um, because that will keep me sane on an app that is kind of like up and down sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, cause it could just one day I could be like, wow, I'm going viral. And next day I can be like, oh, nobody cares about what I have to say. Oh no. So, but yeah, it's really fun. 
And I have those moments when I just like get like really cool emails and opportunities. And I'm like, wow, this is like really cool. Um, and at the same time, you know, it comes with a lot of responsibility about like what kind of stuff do I post online? What kind of stuff do I share? Because of safety and because of all that stuff. Safety is the scary part always. Yeah. It's really like when I hear the stories and stuff, I'm like, yeah, I'm never, I never really post like if I'm at someplace while I'm there. Right. Yeah. That's like that's like a big thing. Even like if I'm in New York for some reason, like a lot of the people who follow me are in New York, but I don't really tell people that I'm in New York while I'm in New York, mm-hmm. unless like I'm going to a show or I like, you know, Broadway con. I was like, Hey, I'm going to be in town for Broadway. Like that's like a job related thing, but I would never be like, I'm staying at the Ritz Carlton. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not ever going to say that. But like, if I was staying there, I'm like, I'm staying at the Ritz Carlton in, in Times Square. Have fun. And uh, I would never do that because that's just not the safest thing to do mm-hmm. on the internet. Been your favorite influencer event that you've attended or like been invited to? Mm. I think. Let me think. Cause it's been like picking up a little bit more. I get invited to a lot of shows, which has been really fun. Um, and it also like helps like being a theater influencer, which I think is like a new term and a new thing that's emerged. Like, a lot of my friends, we were just making content, going to shows, maybe getting invited here and there. And now, especially my New York mutuals, they are doing Tony, pre-Tony events. Like, they are going hard. Whereas in L.A., we're more chill. We, we da, da, da. Mm-hmm. But, like, I really love doing opening nights of shows, I think, of, like, Tony show. Like, I went to, like, like 1776, and I, had, I went to Ain't Too Proud. I really enjoyed those because it was just, like, and those were shows that I would probably pay money to see anyways. But I like love LA theater, so I love sharing that with people because a lot of people don't know that LA has like a really good theater scene. And I love going to smaller shows too. So sometimes a smaller show will invite me and I'll like make sure that I go and make a review video and like just show that like this is happening in our area. Um, I just, I really like that. Um, And then uh, I really, I had a fun time. One time I went to this Topicals, I know I heard of the brand. The Topicals is like a skincare line. And I went to their like launch party thing. And I don't know if it's because I was an influencer. I think because they invited me to this thing. And then I got invited to this event through something. I wasn't really sure how I got there. But I was there. And I saw a lot of my favorite bigger influencers who have nothing to do with theater. Because it was not a theater event. It was a skincare LA influencer event. I was like, I'm just here for the vibes. Like, I'm just here for the food. Like, I was yeah. really, my sister and I had nothing to do tonight. And I had an invitation. So we came um and it was really cool we saw like literally some of our my favorite ones like the, you know the ones that have like a million followers and i'm like i follow yeah. this person they're all like being cool in the corner and me and my sister are like oh we get free ice cream like we're just happy to be here so i think those are really fun that would be me just here for the just vibes. here for oh, the vibes like it's a fun yeah. party i like the brand so it's cool yeah, but yeah i have there yeah. i think it's summertime almost so like things are picking up mm-hmm. um a little bit more so we'll see um and i'm trying to head to new york soon so Hopefully, like, some things will happen, and hopefully, like, you know, I can connect with people and make fun content there. But I think I'm also on the smaller end, so sometimes I don't get invited to as much stuff. But when I do, I'm there for the vibes. I'm there. Good. So, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to expand it a little bit more, but I really, like, whenever I get an opportunity to work with brands, I really only work with brands that I really like. Mm-hmm. I can't really work with brands I don't believe in what they're saying and believe in that my my actual audience would benefit from learning about um so like so i really like because there's brands that reach out to say like we'll give you this free thing for a review and i'm like you know i can't 
promise a review video because I haven't tried the product yet. And if I don't like it and I don't think it's beneficial to my audience, I can't make a video about that. Yeah. I just don't feel yeah. right doing that. I don't like, it's like, yeah, it's like cool to get that exposure or whatever. But if I don't feel like, like, I can't promise you that I can give you the review that you want. Cause if I give you an honest review and you hate it, you, you just gave your product someone doesn't like it. So I would say right. you could give me the product, no strings attached, please. Um, um, you can probably no strings attached and I will look at the products. I'll use it. I'll use it by best ability. If I really like it, I will for sure share it and tag it. Like I will do the most, yeah. but if I am unsure, I can't, I can't, I can't, I don't feel right doing that to the people that I, yeah. um, that follow me. I just don't feel right about that. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel if a greens company reaches out to me. I'm simply not going to participate in a greens ad mm -hmm. except for i have heard that they really have made them not taste like greens <laughs> there's a lot of different brands so i will see what happens yeah, but if it tastes like greens i can't it's it's not something i can drink <laughs> not the greens 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 that's something that i think is just our generation is kind of like well i would say we're on the other side of it now but like a mm -hmm. lot of those OG influencers, the Kardashians, for example, like are still mm -hmm. pushing skinny teas and like yeah, stuff that's not that good. we're like, that's not legit. And also like, why are you promoting this to your audience type stuff? But I think yeah. Kardashian has done a good job of kind of ethically looking at the stuff we're, you know, promoting and saying like, mm -hmm. do I want my friends and audience to like use this and it's just so in like it's so interesting watching us as a society that's navigate true. trends and things that's true it gets really like interesting because like now the trend is like de-influencing like getting people to stop buying just a bunch of stuff they don't need because for a long time it was like the amazon storefront or you know buy this, this is my code and i'm like it got a little overwhelming because I'm like, I, you all can't afford this. We all can't afford this lifestyle that you claim that you have on the internet. Like, and it's okay. Like, yeah. and, and I respect the hustle, but also like, how do we ethically do that? Like, how do we yeah. promote things that are helpful, that are good brands, that are brands that are good for the environment, like things like that. So it's like, mm -hmm. that's hard, but I just, yeah, it's really just important to like, look at your audience and not just like oh this is like target demographic and like looking at it like brand pillars like not like that but like looking at them like would they actually benefit from this do i really think that if they bought this their life would be better yeah if the answer is yes then like yeah i will say this thing is great and if i like sometimes brands reach out after like after seeing like a video like oh we love for you to do it and i'll look at the brand I'm like i don't think i uh i don't i don't think you saw what i promote i'm a theater kid um I don't know what this is. Like, I, I don't know what this thing is. Like, I, you just saw a person with numbers and you're like giving them a thing. Like, yeah. no, 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 no. That's not good. So, yeah. Yeah. Man. I'm just dreaming of someday being taken on some luxurious <laughs> vacation trip, though, as an influencer. That's it. That's the goal. In my head, yeah, I'm like, right? I want that That's... to happen. It's going to be a little, it's yep. going to be a big brand trip. It could be a little one. That's okay. Right. Just something yeah. small. Something small. A little Catalina. A little yes, you know, a Joshua tree. Something. I don't care. Yeah, I don't need to be flown somewhere. It's fine. So if anyone hears this, 
A girl I know I... was just taken on a brand trip to Egypt. And, like, was riding camels and, like, camels. at this beautiful resort where you walk outside and it's, like, desert camels. villa. Oh, like, wow. in my head, I was like, is this, like, the the Bible? Like, when they would walk out <laughs> and it's, like, right? desert all right. around. It's Bible. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful. Oh, my gosh. I was so jealous when I saw. I would be so jealous, too. I'm like, oh. That's great. Yeah. Like, I would imagine. I would imagine. Oh, to be a travel influencer. beauty. I don't even do beauty. Like, the thing with theater influencing is such a new thing. Mm-hmm. And it's such a small amount of people do it. And it's like, in order to do it, you have to do a thing that a lot of people don't do. Right. Which is do theater or see theater. So, mm-hmm. um, there's just not... Like, I think I know most of them. Like, as people, like, I've like, met them because I'm like, oh, hey... Um, and there's a lot of different types of theater influencers. There's people who do funny stuff. People who do just advice. There's people who are more actors. People who do fashion tips. Like, there's so many different types. Mm-hmm. But in the theater niche, it's so tiny. And I don't think they, like, I don't know. They don't do brand trips in New York City. Because it's like, I'm going to do a brand trip for who? Hamilton? Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> like, get invited on tour to film with them? That would be really cool. But I feel like that's not something that normally happens, yeah. you know? Lynn, yeah. if you're listening. Lynn, Lynn, brand trip <laughs> to Hamilton. <laughs> Just to wherever Hamilton is currently at on tour. Yeah. That's where the person will be. <laughs> that's the Brand one. trip. That'd be so interesting. A theater brand trip. It's really just to go to New York or London. Like there is yeah. not like an exotic. There Maybe there is exotic places that have theater, but do they really want influencers there? I don't know. Like, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. We're not weird. We're just theater kids with iPhones, you know, yeah. that make it really fun things that people are like, oh, we like them. Period. What inspires you as an artist and as a creative? Like, what are the things that um, sort of light you up? I would say I am a big person on going outside and being in nature. That is like something that for me, like if when when I do that, it, it really helps a lot just having a day to be outside and like I work in a creative field and I'm a creative and I'm an actor, like all of these things all mixed together. So a lot of times you're, my whole day is like thinking of things to do or thinking of ideas and trying to come up with innovative stuff. And I think like for me going outside, like I schedule outside time, like I have my lunch today outside, um, going for a walk outside or like, Oh, going to the park and having a picnic or something. Like, those things help my brain reset and go back to normal. Because when you're, like, looking at nature as nature, you know, like, you're, like, that's, like, kind of the most, some of the most creative stuff. You're, like, who came up with a tree? A tree. A tree. Like, the fact that, so, like, but not just one tree. There's, like, millions of different types. Yeah. And they all different. That's crazy. So, I think just, like, looking at the sky and looking at all that stuff, you're, like, wow, that's kind of cool. And then also, I think, um, why is me up? I like painting. Painting's fun. I painted these. Ooh, They're fun. Nice. This is more, this is abstract. I don't know what I was doing. This is a watercolor. I think I just got the paint, so I just was like, yeah, whatever. You, this is yeah. a watercolor that I painted. It was a fun time. But yeah, painting's really good. I haven't done it in a long time, but when I do, it's just really calming and creative and stuff. I have like so many paint sets. So many paint. I actually have too much, but whatever. 
I was like looking down. I was like, yeah, it's a little crazy down there with my paintbrushes. <laughs> I'm that way with and like, my canvas. Yeah, with like crafty stuff. I just I get yeah. in the mood to start doing something, and then I gather a yeah. hundred of them, and then I'm like, well, I'll get back to that. It's like one day, <laughs> one day, <laughs> one day I'll make that bracelet. Yeah, or not. To be honest, probably won't. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Well, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Nature and art or painting and stuff. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. <laughs> do you know your big three in astrology? No, I have no clue. I know that I'm a Virgo because of my birthday. Perfect. Mm -hmm. That's all. Is that the sun? Yeah, probably. Okay. 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 Well, Beyonce's mm -hmm. a Virgo. Beyonce? I love Beyonce. I do too. Um, She's doing so well on her stage. I Do you have tickets to her concert? Not yet. I'm buying tickets to go to Dallas. Oh, fun. My mom lives in Dallas, and we're going to see her. It's probably it's cheaper than, I think, in Los Angeles. Well, and <laughs> yeah, and I've been surprised. The resale prices are not bad that I've seen people oh. posting. So, I mean, I think probably as it gets closer to showtime, more people will probably yeah. try to sell. So I'm yeah. holding out, but I think I'm going to try to get tickets to one of her LA shows. Um, I think it's, yeah. Because when I see it online, I'm just like, that looks like so much fun. Like, I knew that I wanted to go, but I was just like, I didn't think I had the funds at the at the time that the concert came out. So I was just like, okay, these concert tickets are not going to, if they're going to be sold out, mm -hmm. that sucks. But I think I can get tickets closer to the day. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I love Beyonce. She looks so cool. Also, I'm seeing the Jonas Brothers, though. I did buy Jonas Brothers tickets. So. Oh, when are they yeah. here? Yeah. On my birthday, September 9th. <gasps> They're going to be at the Dallas, at the Dallas, at the Dodgers Stadium. Go Dodgers. Go Dodgers. Wow. So, yeah, I'm so that excited. Was to be. I literally was like, I have to go. Like, I knew that I have to go see Beyonce, but, like, I feel like I have options. Yeah. Whereas, like, I don't want to go to any other day than the actual day of my birth. Yeah. Like, those are my best yeah. friends. And so I go with my sister and my friend. We bought our tickets. I bought my tickets. This is how big of a fan of I am, the Jonas Brothers. I bought my tickets on the fan pre-sale day. I got mm -hmm. a code and I bought my tickets before they went on sale. Mm -hmm. Did I spend 100 bucks? And our tickets are actually, our price, like, our seats are really good. Yeah. For, like, 100 bucks. Yeah. Not that bad. Yeah, I nice. love that. Listen, so, Joe Bros that. for life. You could not mm -hmm. be any more embarrassing than me <laughs> sitting in line to get Taylor Swift tickets for like 10 hours total. How did you? I heard about the whole thing. I thought that was going to be like the Jonas Brothers, but I was in, I got off of work and then bought my tickets and it was chill. I mean, oh, wow. That would have been nice. The yeah. debacle that was Taylor Swift tickets, I think set everyone else up for success leading after that because Ticketmaster had to get their shit together. Oh my god. That's so gross. I'm surprised that Beyonce was chilling. Well, yeah. She did it smart, though. She rolled it out by location opposed to doing... And it was like different days opposed to oh. Taylor's was like different time zones in one day. So the system got clogged in one oh. day. And oh was, no, ma'am. Couldn't be me. But I was still so scarred. That's why I didn't try for Beyonce tickets. If I meant to see her, I'll get tickets. That's how, that's how yeah. I felt. But I didn't, because I was just like, I'm not going to sit here. I, I have to go to work. Yeah. I can't be on the online waiting for tickets. Mm -hmm. So luckily the Jonas Brothers was like a chill thing. I've never bought concert tickets in my life. I've only bought theater tickets. Yeah. 
that's a different process. Like no one's like dropping, like you know, um, Kimberly Kimbo tickets, and people are like, ah, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like yeah. they're not that serious. Like you go no. to the box office the day up. Like even Hamilton tickets, maybe Hamilton tickets, Hamilton, but not to that extent. But like after the first year, Hamilton. Yeah. Now you're like, can I do standing room? Oh yeah. So okay. Yeah. Like even six, six, I got tickets the day of mm-hmm. six, the like hours before. I'm like, can I get tickets for the standing or not? I had some like partial view tickets that were actually like third row of six on Broadway. Okay. Off to the side. I was like, this show doesn't, this show doesn't have a set. Like they are yeah. at the front of, the, this is not a big, I just don't see the drum set. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. So, huh. so, but yeah, it was, I've never bought concert tickets and that was a very smooth transition. So it's good. Oh, I saw the Jonas Brothers when they were on tour with uh, Miley Cyrus. When we oh, were that younger. was a time. Oh. That was a time. Very we had a time good. last night. They're really, they're really mellowed out. They're dads now, mm-hmm. so it's not like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be screaming, but like out of nostalgia. Like I'm not thinking like I wanna be with y'all. I'm like, wow, can we be friends? Yes. <laughs> like we're the same age. Like let's be friends. Like I'm not in a. It's gonna be so fun, and we could like drink yeah and we drove ourselves there like it's so fun yes that one it's gonna be so fun but like i was 100 percent that meme of those uh, that people do of like i really thought i was gonna nab nick jonas like and it's a girl in like a sparkly yeah. beret and you know like that was like, me uh... i thought i thought he was mine <laughs> he was he was for a minute right for a moment in time he was that's so funny we all did or like I remember, I was like, in, like I think the Jonas Brothers were in town, and I didn't end up going because I like we didn't buy tickets. But there was this like the Hollywood Christmas Parade always had a Disney concert. Oh. I saw Demi Lovato, and so I was like, if the Jonas Brothers come, I gotta be ready. So I like dressed up, thinking I would run into the Jonas Brothers. But I was like, Demi Lovato's here. The Jonas Brothers are down the street at a different concert venue. They're in LA. Like I'm going to see them. Like I have to be ready. I'm gonna run into. And lo and behold. At the age of 23, I ran to Kevin Jonas at a Starbucks in Burbank. <laughs> and I wasn't ready. Ten years later, I ran into him. I wasn't ready. Oh. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I literally looked him in the eye because I think we're the same height. And I looked him in the eye and I said, he's like, are you in line? I said, yeah. That's it. I have to redeem myself by going this to the concert. He asked if you were in line. <sighs> I ran into Sean Mendes the, yeah. the other day and I thought he was cutting in line. I was about oh, to throw Sean. Shawnee. <laughs> Shawnee Sean. Was he oh, with that girl? No, he was with he was with one of the guys that was in that photo of him leaving the Erewhon. Um uh, not the one who is barefoot, but um yeah. You can't have friends like that. Why is there friends like that? Exactly. But some other so guys, we are not the same. I don't know. <laughs> I was just like Dang. Yeah. Not today. Is he really tall? Uh yeah. Wow. And cool. very handsome. I'll give him that. Like, I understand. Yeah, I like that. that too. I didn't really ask. I assumed. I assumed. Yeah. I saw him he looked amazing. famous before I, said, I even, like, processed it with Sean Mendes. Like, he must be famous. Tall and handsome in Los Angeles. Come on. This part of LA? You have to have a YouTube channel, at least. Yeah, at at least. At least. At least. You know? But no, he has, he's gone on tour all over the world. Um, He's actually famous, famous. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's so funny. If I whenever I see famous people, I'm always like 
blown away by the fact that they exist in real life. Yeah. Well, it's weird. Yeah, especially yeah. in situations like that where, you know, like Kevin Jonas, you didn't expect to walk into Starbucks and see someone that, like, was on your TV screen. Or, like, like yeah. Yeah. Like in that moment, I was like, I was like, ah! right. I'm pretty sure I put it on Facebook or something. And I was like, I just saw Kevin Jonas at Starbucks. And I wasn't like thinking about Kevin Jonas. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like at that phase in my life, I was just like out of college. Like I wasn't thinking Jonas Brothers. Mm-mm. So the fact that I saw one, I was like, dang, yeah. I wasn't re- like, I've been waiting for this day my whole life. Was not ready. Like at all. Not prepared. wasn't dressed. Didn't have anything to ask or say. I didn't ask for a picture. Like, oh, embarrassed. I gotta figure that out. I'll do it again. I'll meet them again. The next time you run into them in Starbucks. At this point, I feel like they'll go to LA. They'll go to Air One, like everybody else. I'll just go to Air One. Yeah. That's it. I'll go to one Beverly Hills or whatever. Or the West Hollywood one. Yeah. Mm, not yeah, sure. Yeah. Not sure. But yeah, I just, I know where to find celebrities. Do I go to those places? Do I live in Burbank? Yeah. There's no celebrities out here. Unless uh, there are. But I don't know where they are because they just keep to themselves. Yeah. LA, am I right? Yeah. Oof. Truly. Oof. <laughs> celebrities are people too don't forget mm-hmm. it well i don't think all of them are <laughs> sometimes i'm like you can't be a people some of them are robots or aliens i don't know which they gotta but... be there's no way but because i think if you're that famous it gets really weird like life gets a little different you're so you detached. can't be normal yes. yeah like you can't be normal no you you really are just like so removed from society at a certain point that it's like you don't even you can't even if you're like yeah. online and you know keeping up with the times and stuff it's like you don't you're so unrelatable it's just not even it's kind of I like can't like I can't like it's weird even like I think I worked at like a summer camp with like celebrity kids I said we are not even in the same planet no like I just like. They're like, they were really cool, fun kids, but I was like, there is no way you could sit here and tell me your mom's Christina Aguilera. Like, that is just, what is your, like, there's nothing normal about your right. existence. Even if your parents, like, try to give you normal chores. Yeah. It's like, that's what you think normal people do. We just clean our house? No. Mm-mm. We also have people who don't know who we are. Yeah. <laughs> we walk out of places. Right. Like, it's crazy. I know it was so, like, yeah, because some of these kids were, they were, fa- like, I said, this is a famous, famous, famous yeah famous person's child i was like there's no way your life is normal like you're a cool kid but you can't say in one breath like oh i like to play with toys and the next breath it's like we're going to paris for for a month oh we're not the same yeah on your private jet (laughs) right i know how are you gonna tell me what is that but we had a lot of fun with our stewardess you had your own person stewardess you know her name i have no idea what any of my stewardess were because they didn't spend that much time with me because that's not their job. <laughs> like, right. they, and it makes sense. They weren't we're just here to sit. <laughs> they weren't. So they were really nice and I really enjoyed my time. But, you know, I didn't expect them to know who I was. That's okay. Yeah. But, yeah, that's just like, isn't it's just like interesting to be like, I see a kid. Like, no, it's different between like, a rich person and a famous rich person because a famous rich person, they have the rich stuff. But then also everyone knows who they are. Whereas a, just a rich person, they just sometimes say weird out-of-pocket things. But, like, no one knows who they are. Yeah. They're kind of like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're just like, oh, yeah, your mom does have a Tesla. Okay. A lot of people have Teslas right. now. But yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah. 
So many people oh have Teslas in LA. It's interesting because I was like, I know the gas is expensive, but I know that you can afford the gas. Well, yeah. right. And they're just like, yeah. I don't know. They're not that cool to me. I don't know. I see them and I'm they're just like, like hmm. I think you should have gotten like a Land Rover. Those are huge. They're huge. Well, when you got the money. <laughs> You gotta put. You don't need to. You don't need to put double park or what a parallel park. You don't park. need to. You're valeting that shit. I would. I would valet all the time if I could. Me too. Honestly, but I like the idea of a hybrid car. I like that's not too much. Like if my car was hybrid, that's like saving the environment, and I don't think anyone's gonna break into my freaking Prius. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Well. Whereas, like, I know people don't like the Teslas. Well, people might. Um, but. Less likely. Yeah, I got my little Yaris. She's good to me. And I rolled to sometimes I roll into places like with my Yaris. And I know people be like, ugh, that car I said, but no car payments. So you could take your car payments and I'll take my hoopty. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. I'll keep my hoopty. Period. <laughs> I feel the same way about my car. Sometimes I'll pull up to places like the Grove and I'm like, ugh. My car is like squeaking and making strange sounds. And you want to know what? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Because it's also, it's like just a car. Like in my head, I'm like, it's a car. Like I know that it, like, it should look nice, I guess. But like, I think we care a lot because we're in our cars a lot. Yeah. Like we care a lot about the name, the brands. And I'm like, Ugh. Ugh. no. Yeah. It's not the T. Yeah. What do you wish you could tell yourself? Uh, at like 18 that you know now um what advice or sprinkle of information would you what would you tell yourself um i think just um spend some like when you're 18 hey self 18 year old self that's the beginning this is the beginning now hey 18 year old self hey girly um just so you know um you should save your money now. You should try to. And because I had a lot of things, with, like I was very, very, very deep into my church culture at that time. I went to a Christian university and all of that. Just be like, you could hold these things that you believe lightly in your hand and still be okay. Like you're chilling. You're okay. And your life is going to be fine. Like you don't need to stress out about it because yeah. literally in two years from now, you're literally gonna have different hair and you're gonna have different friends different things like you're going into a new environment like it's it's not a big deal like it's chill but save your money because life is expensive um and get a little a little little side hustle or something yeah. learn to code like something you know learn to code. more uh, give her money learn to code girl <laughs> <That's the realty. laughs> learn the code realty. invest in stocks yeah uh, actually not no not that was that was literally 2012 um probably do not invest in stocks yeah it's a, it was a little low time but yeah save your money and just also just don't take things to like hold the things that you believe lightly and be open to where your life can take you yeah that's so good all right well thank you so much for joining us this has been such a fun Yay. conversation um thanks for having me tell the people <laughs> where they can find you uh online hello people this is where you find me on Instagram, it's my first and last name. Um, so write it down. This is how you spell it. D-E-K-O-N-T 
E-E-T-U-C-R-K-I-L-E. That's the that's the first one. And then the second one is on TikTok. It's gonna be my first name, D-E-K-O-N-T-E-E. The number two and clay, like um like clay, like yeah. clay. Like pottery. Clay. Clay. Yeah. Um on TikTok, which is like I think where most people see me. But if you want to see me on Instagram, that's cool too. There's less there, but I'm there. <laughs> yeah, those are places. And my, I have a website too. All my name, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just Google her. You'll find her. Google it. Google it. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Takanti. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you. Yay. Did you enjoy the interview? Did you have a good time? Are you still going to be here for the Taylor Swift content, or are you going to drop off? Well. Choose here. Who's to say? You know what I mean? Like, is it actually going to be Taylor Swift? Probably. Yeah. Um, Could be anything. What was I going to say? Oh, a lot of TV shows ended this week, so I have been just like a blob of an emotional being. Which ones have ended this week? Oh, uh, we had the season finale of Barry and Succession and nice. Marvelous Miss Maisel, which truthfully I'm not caught up on, but okay, it did end. Um, and potentially Ted Lasso. We don't know if it was season or series finale. Interesting. That's stressful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When will you know more? Mm, TBD, I think... Originally, they had, I forget where I, like, heard this or saw this, but they originally did say that, like, it was going to be three seasons. Mm. But then they've really kind of, like, not stated that it was the end of the show. And, like, on Apple TV, it says season finale, not series finale. That's promising. And if we want to get really meta and into it, like the whole, like one of the main storylines, if you will, is about believing, right? Even when it's like impossible. Oh, sure, sure. And so part of me is like, is this just a really meta way for us to encourage an audience to believe it to happen? into existence Ooh. i also think they left it open-ended in that like if it does continue on they can sort of like even if this was the initial end point in their mind they can continue on yeah sure sure um but it's very good i was happy with all of the finales good nothing nothing that i was like Nothing How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Yeah. Not like a Weeds where... And I think the, the nice part about all of these shows... Weeds. They're coming back. <sighs> weeds is coming back. No way. Yes. Oh, that was a wild show. The I'd first watch that. few seasons were so... So good. So good. And then they just got crazy. This is why I don't watch. This is why I don't watch past season three. But no. And I think truly that's one of the things that all of these shows got right. They did not go over four seasons, I don't think, any yes. of them. Four is, four is the lucky number. And 
I made a tweet or I made a TikTok about it today, but like I've learned a lot of things this past week from the internet about consumers and like viewers. And it is, it doesn't matter how obvious something is or appears to be, someone will not understand something that happens in the show and get mad about it because they misunderstood it. And we as a society are not good at saying goodbye in general, especially to characters we love or stories we find it. Yeah. Because we're the generation of like 10 seasons of the office and 10 seasons of friends and, you know, shows that just go on for forever. Yeah. So now we don't have them like that. Yeah. Especially with streaming shows get put on the chopping block right away. Yeah. It's crazy. Anywho, if you like TV, you should watch any of those shows if you haven't. Uh, In other news, at this point, two episodes of Vanderpump Rules Reunion have aired when this comes out. Next week. Last week. Last week. Who knows what'll happen. Oh, man. It's wild. I I just see memes for it. Yes. Just lots of memes. Yeah. And that's like understanding the show is so easy like once you get a little sliver of it it's like oh i know i know what's going on i get it yeah that's funny so anywho well we've come to the end tana we have one episode left of this season next week that's shocking news to me yeah sure sure So, yeah, one more episode left. One more. That's so exciting. It's very exciting. And then, who knows? Season four. It's a mystery. A mystery. Hannah, do we have a stream on Sunday morning? I think we're going to be hungover. I think we're going to have to just go live on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, just do it from the comfort of our pajamas. Yeah. It'll have to be. Or maybe we'll be at brunch, so we won't be able to. Yeah. It'll be a surprise. Stay tuned, everybody. All I can tell you is we won't be live on Twitch on Sunday. But we may be live somewhere else. Yes. So we'll see you. We'll see you for catch-up only next Wednesday. And then back here for one more episode of uh, Season 3 of All Caught Up. It's also a newsletter week next week. So if you're not signed up for that newsletter, get signed up. It's hot stuff every Listen, every I week. do have to I have to make an announcement. Um your mother signs up for the newsletter every time we talk about it. I just get a notification that Carol Ganshaw has signed up for the newsletter. I'll have to let her know. I love it. You stay signed up. You don't have to sign up more than once. Um but I love the enthusiasm. She's here to stay. It's so charming. Um, Yeah, that's all I have. Anything else for you? Mm, No. Uh, Everything is good on my end. I hope you enjoyed our interview. Thank you so much for being on the pod. We always appreciate having our guests' appearance. Um, Thank you, and I hope everybody has a good rest of their day. All right. Are you all caught up? I'm all caught up. See you next time.